Hello and welcome to Half Damage, an actual play D&D podcast by Crit Chat. Are you ready for this, babies? Previously. Fleeing from Flavortown in the aftermath of the festival gone wrong, our heroes all jumped into the back of the waiting wagon with Rictavia. We, we've heard talk of an abbey. Why? This place is a dump. Well, we already visited a diner, so we do need to hit a dive if we want to hit the grand trio of everything. That's, that's very fair. I'm really glad that that convinced you. <laughs> Thanks, just like bleeding in the corner. According to this, I think I could animate your dead body if you die. <laughs> but that's pretty cool, right? Three wolves come up on your right-hand side, two wolves coming up on your left. You're saying they're not within jumping distance. (laughs) I did not say that. Now to use my favorite spell that has absolutely no emotional baggage for me at all. And then I throw a fireball. Irina is looking really fucking bad. One of the, the wolves chomps into her neck. Can I break the fourth wall and intimidate the showrunners and convince them to lay off I didn't want any of this to happen. I wish that we could find a little reprieve. 14 damage. It's enough damage as you smash down into this wolf and finally all of them have done a die. Oh, this is my fault. I'm sorry. I should never have taken you out. How is this your fault? They don't want you with me, and they're going to keep throwing shit at you as long as you are with me. Where are you heading? I mean, the tower sounds good. You go along the long road for quite a wee while. It's got decrepit collapsing scaffolds around the outside, but parked near the base of this tower is a barrel-topped wagon spattered with mud. This is definitely a Vistani wagon, so things are either going to be very bad or um, very, very awkward. From the shadows of the van, you hear a voice. There's three fucking questions here. One, who the fuck are you? Two, what the fuck are you doing here? And three, why the fuck are you wearing my face? In front of the crumbling tower that overlooks Lake Baratok sits two wagons, and tigerless cage in the back of one sits two humans, two halflings, and one gnome, while behind the other stands a gnome and a red-headed elf, her dark freckled skin flushing and hands raising as she steps back, the point of a rapier at her throat. From the other side of the wagons steps another woman, slim, dark, freckled skin, bright eyes, and in every way identical to Rictavia, save for her dark black hair and decidedly human ears and prosthetic leg. Guys, what do? (laughs) If you're the real Rictavia, say hi. Uh, The dark-haired woman doesn't seem to make any sort of move while the red-headed woman kind of vaguely tries to move her head back to look at you but then gets the the tip of the rapier shoved a little bit closer and goes i'm still rictavia the one the only despite appearances i suppose okay so who are you other person who the fuck am i it's dark rictavia oh sorry i didn't fucking make introductions with you right now sorry my name's esmeralda would you like to come in for a cup right no 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 Fuck off. I'm Esmeralda. Who the fuck are you? Well, um... We're people who are travelling with Rictavia. Who the fuck are you? I've been over who the fuck I am, Reman. What's happening? Well... Yeah, why do you have Rictavia's face? The fuck she got my face for? But you you said that you weren't Rictavia, so I assume that you're not Rictavia and that your face is maybe not yours? My face is my fucking own. I don't know who that bitch is. How can you prove it? How can you Um, face the facts? Or facts the face? 
Esmeralda looks ready to pop off a little bit and Rick Davier goes, I can, I can prove it, I guess. And she tries to take a step back from Esmeralda. I'm very sorry for stealing your visage. But can you be chill for, like, maybe a hot minute? And Esmeralda brings her rapier back a tiny bit and, like, looks towards the tower. I assume that you know what the fuck you're doing. And uh, Rictavia gives, like, a short sigh and walks over to it and looks back at you guys and goes, I will just have you know. I'm sorry, I suppose. And she goes a little bit closer to the tower and puts a hand on it. It very slowly starts spreading from the tip of her hand and gradually go across her whole body as the the dark freckled skin turns very, very white and she starts growing about a head taller than usual. Her long red hair gets a lot shorter and wisps back into her head and now she's got very close cropped white hair and has a bit of a a tiny bit of a stubbly stubbly face going on and you see before you a completely different human i'm sorry are you Arya stark (laughs) (laughs) or are you jack and takar who who are you (laughs) rictavia looks down and takes a breath and to save her from saying anything. Esmeralda goes, That's fucking Rudolf van Richten. Oh, well, thank you for explaining that. Now I know exactly who they oh, are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I heard yeah. a song about him. He's got a red nose. Santa. Um, <laughs> no, that's the, that's the... That's the reindeer. I don't know if he's canon in this world, but uh, <laughs> not, not the right one. <laughs> oh, then I have no idea who this person is. Rictavia... Uh, Rick- Rictavio? Rictavia, still, if you please. Esmeralda also, like, looks towards Rictavia and goes, I mean, alright? Okay, no, that's fine. No problem with that. But with my face, that's heavy weird, actually, mate. What are you doing? Uh, like, Fang, Fang is gonna hold up her hand and say, like, hey, this is, uh, uh I don't know what this is, but, uh, can we do whatever it is, like, in inside? Because, uh, like, we're all bleeding a lot and I don't want to do that more and I feel like it's more likely to happen more if we're just standing outside yelling at each other about faces. Uh, Rictavia steps away from the tower and goes back to how you remember her before and then the two near identical women like look at each other and give like a kind of half nod and are like yes that actually sounds very very smart um okay this yeah, will I'm, pr- I'm pretty smart. <laughs> Deception? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a deception. She genuinely believes that. Aww. Esmeralda puts down her um, her rapier finally, and they both kind of stand in front of the door. Uh, you can see the door to the tower is made of iron, and there's no handles or hinges or anything. In the middle is a large embossed symbol that connects a bunch of stick figures on it, and it has a nice carving above the door that says the name Kazan. Is that the movie with Shaq in it, or the it one is. Zachary <laughs> they kind of give a uniform sigh between them. Uh, this is going to be um, the stupidest thing you have ever seen. The, the guy who made this is an eccentric weirdo. And the only way you can get in is to do a weird fucking dance. Because why not? Why not add dance routines to your already creepy castle? Whatever. I crack my knuckles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm very excited. Stupidest thing we've ever seen is a high bar. So, uh, good good luck with that. (laughs) The two women kept like stand side by side and look at the symbols. And I think Rick 
Octavia looks back at Sari in particular and also to everyone else and is like, does anyone want to do a weird stupid dance to get into this bullshit tower? I feel offended that you didn't ask me. I was, I mean, I was asking at large, like, I made a lot of eye contact with you. Did you not see the extended eye contact? There was so much eye contact. That was yeah, like, it was um, a lot of eye contact. I felt, like, I felt uncomfortable. It was, it was too much eye contact. <laughs> hey, if we're being real with each other, it was too much eye contact that I gave you. It was a, a decidedly uncomfortable amount of eye contact. <laughs> No, yeah, I was wondering if I, like, missed something, or, like, if there if there's some context I wasn't sure about. That was a lot of eye contact. Yeah, sometimes eye contact means don't do it, so I was getting mixed singles. Singles? I was getting mixed singles. <laughs> <laughs> mixed singles in your area, am I right? <laughs> I'm a very awkward human being. Let's go inside! <laughs> so, do I just walk up to the door and dance? <laughs> You want to come and do the dance with them? I would love to do the dance. Because if your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, then there are no friends of mine. (laughs) But yeah, sorry, as you go up to the door, uh, you see on it, it's a line that starts in one place and dots around from shape to shape that is around the edge of this circle. Each one points to different arm and hand gestures uh, that make up a whole ass dance. And I'm ready for DDR. <laughs> it's DDR time, baby. Because, sorry, you are the only one of the player characters that uh, is partaking of the dance. What is the dance, sorry? I would like to think it's a mashup of dabbing, flossing, oh and oh. soldier boy. Oh, yes. You, you nearly lost me, but I got it with the new school <laughs> references of soldier boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, Soldier Boy was the dabbing of our generation, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Superman no. then oh! oh That's the uncomfortable truths that we all have to face at some point in life. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys do a weird mixture of dabbing, flossing, and the Soldier Boy dads. And some non-copyrighted music starts playing uh somewhere in the distance. And it takes it takes like a-, a hot minute for you to complete this epic of a dance. I don't know why I'm asking this of sorry, but roll me a performance check. Fuck it. Let's see how like good this shit looks. <sighs> All right. That is a 15 plus three plus four. So like you, you have to get kind of close to the building to activate for you to be in its sphere of influence. And when you go back in, uh, Rictavia turns back into the, the human form of her that you saw before. Because uh, she's now in this like taller form that she's not used to anymore. Uh, she's a little bit gangly about it and doesn't fucking bop it as hard as like, you know, you know in your heart she could bop it in general. But <laughs> this time, not that good. Esmeralda seems to be just fucking killing it like no one's business. And, you know, sneak <laughs> rules, I guess. Accumulatively, you all fucking nail it. Uh, so, so Ismerelda, the person that we've just seen come in and like start screaming about the face and yes. is really pissy. So she gets up and she's just like, okay, fine, let's open the door. Booms, booms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's extremely good. Her face is stoic the whole I'm time too. This. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so eventually uh, the door kind of clicks and you can see it swing open a little bit. Esmeralda immediately stomps on in and Rictavia pushes it open a little bit and looks back to you and is like, if it's not abundantly clear, this is kind of a uh, no magic zone. Is it like magic won't work or I should be careful not to accidentally use magic? Oh, you can't use it if you tried. There's no magic okay. in, no magic out of this place. I try to cast a spell. Are you still outside? <laughs> no, I, I mean, I mean, no, no, I, I go in and then I cast a spell immediately as I cast okay, the threshold. It- don't. 
<laughs> oh man! No way! That's amazing. You guys walk inside. Is Mark and Irina also join you in there? But yeah, so uh, Fang, when you go in, you feel kind of fine. Sorry, when you go in, everything in here feels a bit more like muted. Like if you've ever been in like a soundproof room, how when you speak in there, it just goes nowhere. Everything kind of feels and sounds like that to you right now. Poncho, yeah, everything feels a lot heavier in here to you. Like, there's, it it feels like a bit more like it weighs down. And Camilla, everything feels very hollow and also very literally ungodly in here. It's like, (laughs) even though you are surrounded by friends, you feel for the first time in, well, however long you've been practicing and being a cleric you feel actually fully alone (laughs) but welcome to anti-magic fields (laughs) so yeah so this place is in general falling the fuck apart like there was a rickety scaffolding going all around up the outside and the inside is not really any different uh the floor is strewn with a lot of debris there's a bunch of old crates that just sit around torn curtain obscures one of the windows and there's a five foot square indentation in the center of the floor containing four pulleys attached to taut iron chains that stretch up through a similarly sized hole in the rotting wood ceiling. And the most importantly, they they save the best to last. There's just like four big-ass clay statues standing around the outside of it holding the chains. And both, I think both Rictavia and uh, Esmeralda point at them like simultaneously and go, do not touch those. You mean these? (laughs) I I think the camera cuts over to Sari and Fang like inches away from poking these statues. (laughs) I was about to say, uh, can it just be all of us like in a big pile? (laughs) I guess you can poke them, but I guess don't do it maliciously. Don't do it like an attack. Just do, do, do like gentle, like they're your friend. Like how you would touch a, a thing in a museum, you know, when it says do not touch and you're like, I'm just going to touch it. You're not doing maliciously, you just want to touch it, you know? Can, that kind of touch. Can I, can Good I, touch. Uh, sorry, raises her hand and is like, can I, can I hug it? Is it going to be an attack hug? Like, I've heard the kids talk about a glomp. Is that the thing you're doing? Don't do that. What's a glomp? <laughs> but, is that a hum- is that a real life glomp. thing? A glomp? Oh, oh yeah, that's God. a real life thing that yeah. was f- from the scene days. I, man, yeah, when can you, when you can said- we not tell her? <laughs> like you're better off not knowing. I'm having a lot of flashbacks of seeing other people glomp and be glumped. <laughs> yeah, o- always, one- always the glomper, never the glompy. Oh! <laughs> if you want to hug them, you are allowed to hug them. I hug them. You hug them and they make no movement, but it's cold and a bit slimy. Why is it slimy? I don't know. <laughs> Damp and mildew. I, I stop hugging it, but I tell it I love it because I don't want to make it slimier. I think, I, I don't know. You hugging it didn't make it slimy. It did. Sorry, no, no, no. It wasn't dry and then you hugged it and it got <laughs> slimy. No, no, it was pre-existing slime. You didn't make it slime. <laughs> Knowing that it was pre-slime doesn't make me feel any better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I would feel better. I would like something a lot more if I hugged it and it was already slimy than if I hugged it and then it produced an excreted slime. I feel like the first one is a lot better. <laughs> Because I know I didn't cause it. Can we please go back to talking about glomping? So in in the middle of this very weird situation when 
Sar is just hugging on to some weird statues. There's like a moment of silence before Esmeralda gives a look around and is like, all right, I'm glad that I've found you. That's why I'm the fuck here. Seems that you found some other friends. And Rictavia goes, um, they are not my friends. Do hey. not, no. Hey. No, it's okay. Move on. And Esmeralda like rolls her eyes like, it's all right. She's just been a bitch. She doesn't have friends. She never has friends. She's a lone wolf and's not allowed to have friends. So like, it's fine. She's your friend. She's like, I'm absolutely not your friend. Oh, are you guys exes? No, good lord. Absolutely the fuck not. Oh my god. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm, I'm oh. feel, yeah, I can, I can, I, I actually, I'm not surprised because I'm feeling a lot of unresolved sexual tension at the moment. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, well, okay. Well, I suppose they were like a father to me, but I suppose they're like a mother to me now. So now you've all made it weird. And uh, okay, well, that's on you guys. We, we didn't know that. You should have left with, led with that. You know, when we asked you who you are, it would have been helpful if you would have mentioned that because then we wouldn't have assumed that maybe you were dating. Yeah. All right, I've had like five seconds. I don't even know your fucking names. I don't know why the fuck you're here. All I know is you've come in and said that you want me to fuck my parental figure. Well, not want. Want is a strong word. Just like one. <laughs> Wondering if you had at some yeah. point. It sounds like you what? do want to. <laughs> <laughs> right. They're my mentor for a couple of years. Then they were a right fucking cunt to me. So I fucked off. And then I found that she's fighting Strad. So I'm here again to stay. But you're angry that she's using your face? Ah, it's a bit weird. Why were you using my face though? Rictavia's like studying her nails that have accumulated quite a bit of dirt underneath them. And I was like, well, you know what? I had to get a face that was so overwhelmingly boring that no one would ever pay attention to me. And as well as like, oh, I, I, I'm sure that's why it is. That's why you chose the fucking flaming red hair and also made me an elf in a place full of humans. That's got to be it, you dumb bitch. You did also dress in all yellow in a pretty crap place. <laughs> you dressed in all yellow. Fuck off with your, oh, you're so boring looking. Rictavia's just not happy. She's sitting in a corner and sulking a little bit. <laughs> I lean over to Camilla. This sounds like a lover's quarrel. Yeah, it seems like that, doesn't it? <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> I can fucking hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I ship them. You guys, yeah, what are you, I guess what are you guys doing? You're now in an anti-magic-y tower with Rictavia. Esmeralda, uh, Irina, and Ismark. I think I, the player, can see the interesting, you know, characters, and, and but I think Poncho is just like, so how how do how do you how do you change your face like that? I've got um and like she reaches up and like she's got like a little what are they called? Those like cool hats, fun oh. hats. Deerstalker. No, oh. uh, very interesting <laughs> that I go to cool hat and you go deerstalker. It's, it's like a trilby, but cool. Like, like you know, you know how like like an Indiana Jones fedora. Kind of an Indiana Jones fedora, like something along those lines. You know what? Cool hat. Everyone, we're in a world of imagination. She's wearing a cool hat. To some, it's Indiana Jones. To others, it's a deerstalker. <laughs> Audio medium. She like takes it off and like flips it around. She's like, uh, it's a uh, hat of disguise. Uh, as long as I'm wearing it, I can look like whatever I want. Uh, Esmeralda's like, oh, whatever you want, I. Yeah, no, that's funny. Funny that's whatever you want and you choose my face. Oh, just interesting is all. Well, you do have an interesting face. Yeah, <laughs> sick burn, sorry. And Fang goes for a high five. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a burn, right? Yeah. 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 I just don't want to miss out on the high five. <laughs> <laughs> 
Esmeralda and Rictavia shrug and they're like, why? (laughs) (laughs) So we're in a magic tower. You guys are quarreling. Very, very not magic. (laughs) A very not magic magic tower. Um, Uh, Sure. I am dying. (laughs) My friends are also dying. Can we take like a short or a long rest really quick before we go through everything. Sure, it's uh, pretty early, but we can have a quick eight-hour nap if you would like. Actually, that would be preferable. Usually I take 12-hour naps, so... I mean, you're free to stay here as much as long as you like. We're kind of off the grid in here, so it doesn't really matter that much. I lay down and take a nap. (laughs) (laughs) Is it eight-hour nap time for everyone? (laughs) <laughs> but I was happy to talk for a bit and then have an eight-hour nap. Yeah. But sure, we can do it in this order. You know the, the vine of the kid that's like, I'm getting tired, I'm a nap right here, and lies down on the beach to have a nap? You're doing that, but all of you, all the simultaneous just collapse to the ground and nap in the dirt. <laughs> You'll have a weird, like, midday nap. It's, like, very, very evening time by the time you guys wake up. You see, both Ismark and Irina had a little nap as well because, well, Ismark didn't need to, but, you know, everyone else was napping. You didn't want to feel left out. <laughs> Hey there, nerds. Welcome to the middle of the podcast break chat with Ismay. Hope that you're enjoying this episode. We got some strategy coming, baby. So, you know, when we're like, we don't know what we're doing, we got a plan now. And so hopefully this plan is going to be good. We'll see. Only time will tell. We'll just get right in there and jump all up on it. Um, If you don't know that Half Damage is a Crit Chat production. Crit Chat is the uh, podcast that all of us met on. It is a DM's guide to D&D, kind of. Uh, it gives a lot of D&D advice and it makes your D&D games the very best they can be. Or, if that's not up your fucking alley, it's mostly a comedy podcast by this point anyway. So it's kind of a nerdy comedy podcast thing. It's very funny. Our last episode was on how to end a campaign. I aired my grievances that I have no fucking idea how I'm going to end this campaign because it's sure as hell not going to be the way that it's done in the book. We do some role play because that would have been fun. And at the very end, I release my fucking newest track now now available on itunes it's probably not but fuck it if you want to if you want to hear a cool new release by me uh you can find crit chat uh wherever podcasts are found uh, on itunes all that good shit that is crit chat if you want to get in contact with us over here at half damage we use all of crit chat social media things so if you want to find us then you'll have to go to facebook.com forward slash crit chat all one word or on twitter.com forward slash crit underscore chat you can use a half dag half dag hashtag half damage if you want to get to us personally and talk about how much you love this ding dang show Uh, there are also good places to share our show from so that other people will listen to us it would be really cool if other people were here on this beautiful journey with us I think that look I'm just gonna say it I think that I have made a very nice story that is part hilarious I mean I didn't have anything to do with the hilariousness as everyone else everyone else has made it hilarious I've made it emotional so you know what I did a good job share it with other people so I can feel validated (laughs) you can also find us on our discord in the description of wherever you're listening to this if you want to help us out in a money's way uh, rather than a word of mouth way or if you want to do both you can head on over to patreon.com for 
forward slash crit chat, all one word, and donate as little as a dollar a month. And then that really helps us out. It helps us do all the things we need to do and keep all the platforms up and running. Uh, if you do at just that little level, that little level right there, then you get to play Space Scandals with us. It's a game that that Alfred DMs. Uh, we play it uh, every other Sunday. Uh, and it's really cool. It's really fun. And you get to play with a bunch of the crit chatters. You get to play with a bunch of the half damagers. Uh, and just, you know, play more games in general. And for a dollar a month, that's absolutely nothing. So yeah, go over there if you want to help us out with that. We appreciate it so very, very much. Also as well, you get a lot of behind the scenes things there if you donate. Uh, there's a lot of half damage stuff because we can't fit everything in the podcast into the podcast. Uh, and so you get a lot of like dumb chuckle fuck behind the scenes things involving a lot of puns and Dobby for some reason. You can only figure it out if you go over there yourself and donate. So there you go. If you want to be a little bit more involved with Half Damage, there's a cool, fun way you can do that. Uh, if you want to have your name in the show or have your words in the show at the very, very least, you can send over fan mail to ateacupgamer at gmail.com. There's letter A, the word teacup, the word gamer, all mushed into one, at gmail.com. And you can send fan mail. Fan mail is a thing that you might have heard in the past in the show where uh, all of the, the, the characters in the show sometimes receive mail from the outside world, outside of this show of Barovia. And honestly, it is just the most uh, is absolutely the most fun my favorite thing is when all of the the heroes get to read out their fan mail it is the most cool interactive thing uh and it makes us all feel goods on the insides and the outside so head over and do that if you do so wish it'll be a fun time you can also find more information on our wikia at halfdamage.wikia.com if you want to do that but for now i will let you get back to the show darlings i will see you in a second I think in that time, Esmeralda and Rictavia spend that time quietly talking to the side and seem for now to be done bickering. So what's for breakfast? <laughs> what's for breakfast? I don't have any breakfast. I mean, I've got my chicken, but I don't know if she's laid that many eggs. I have a lot of jerky. <laughs> I mean, I'll have some. Thanks, Fang. Fang will pass out some jerky. For Tavia and Esmeralda, like, while you've been asleep, get gathered all the boxes and crates around in a kind of table formation. Uh, so before you now, in a weird assembly of discarded wood things, uh, you've got a whole big long table and some chairs that they've set up for you in preparation for, you know, just a nice place for you to sit. Now that we're kind of, you know... Away from the whole uh, prying eyes bullshit, what the fuck is your plan? <laughs> Overarching plan, kill Strahd. <laughs> okay, I mean, that's good. It's always good having people fighting the good fight. I did hope you had a little more than that, but... Um... Uh, we do have... Well, that's step two. I guess ah. step three. Step one is get Irina somewhere safe. Step two is kill some werewolves. And step three is kill Strahd. It's a three-step plan. And then the underarching goal is to stay alive the whole time. Yeah. Well, okay. How well-versed are all of you delightful people in strategy? I didn't know that talking Strahd was a word. Strategy is cool. I oh. I haven't studied it very long. I think Rictavia gets a kick out of this. I don't <laughs> think that Esmeralda does. <laughs> Esmeralda looks like uh, all the years have caught up to her. 
Octavia cracks her knuckles like, okay, we're dealing with the vampire. We're dealing with Strad. You have to have some sort of a plan. But you know what? Never mind. That is step three. That's step three. Why don't we table that one for a hot second? Because apparently you have two other very important things to do. So I guess we'll go to those first. Those seem like little goals. The little goals are good because then you might fuck up those two in the planning because... But I, I'm not going to lie. I don't give much of a fuck about those ones. I give a fuck about the last one. Then so, why, why are we focusing on the little ones that you don't care about? Shouldn't we focus on the big one that we all care about? No, we have to get the bad ideas out. You have to, like, throw that spaghetti against the wall. The first <laughs> couple are going to be terrible. So by the time we get to the actual last one, the spaghetti is going to be great. We need to get to the spaghetti idea. So before we get the garbage ideas out the way. <laughs> Can you so. use a different analogy? I usually do scones. I don't throw scones at the wall. I don't know how to do scones. Is, is it like with pancakes? Like the first ones are a bit like shit and you're like, oh, fuck, maybe I can't make pancakes anymore. But by the third or fourth pancake, you're like, never mind. These are great. Well, that never happens with me because I'm an excellent baker. Oh, my Lord. Okay. <laughs> what is the first thing that you guys need to do so that I can get your minds off of that and onto the actual important thing? Um, so we know that there are little things that we can do to fight him because we talked to a tarot reader and she was nice and we tried to have her come along with us because she was small and really cool. Uh, but then she said no. <laughs> but she had these tarot cards and she told us what we have to, like what's at least in our destiny or things that we should look for to defeat Strahd. And and uh, that's our plan. Yeah. Okay. Get those things. So a weird old lady that you liked told you some things. Mm -hmm. And that's your plan. <laughs> yeah. We, I mean, we didn't specifically tell you she was an old lady. Uh, I thought you yeah. said old lady. I mean, you're not wrong. That's <laughs> <laughs> stereotype. I'm sorry. I hear, I hear tarot readers. I hear old lady, you know? You know what, Rictavia? Since... Since you're so full, uh, full of yourself, what's your plan? What do you, what do you, what's your strategy? Were you trying to do strategy and then you didn't no, do it? I or you try not I, to do I tried it so to hard. avoid it like really hard, so I ended up pronouncing <laughs> but you it. You did it so weirdly that it made weird. me think of the strategy thing. Yeah. My plan was, and hearing this might still remain to be, I find out a little more about Strat because, you know, know thy enemy and all that bullshit. I sneak my way into the castle and I murder the shit out of him with my amazing vampire killing abilities. Done. See, how, how how is that much better than the plan that we don't have? That has like one more step than our plan. Okay. No, that that's a three-step plan. That's the yeah. same as our plan. Well, yeah, no, you, because you come into my house. <laughs> this is my house. <laughs> I rightfully stole this from some other fucker. Esmeralda's house. <laughs> this this is my house. Esmeralda came and started putting her shit everywhere as she usually does. F Lover's Fang quarrel. looks around at all like the ruined wood. This is your stuff? You moved this in here? I didn't you move like, this in here. You carry this with you? Now this was shit that was here before. All my shit was upstairs. Then I moved it all out so I could go and stay in the town so I could learn more about the goddamn vampire. Know thy enemy. And also have a tiger. And the tiger, <laughs> honestly, makes sense. I'm not going to lie to you. The tiger wasn't really part of the plan. I just wanted a tiger. Sue me, bitch. <laughs> so... I mean, P PETA might actually sue you. Don't You might not want to invite that. Oh, shit. So you were talking about prying eyes out there. Um, yes. Are you out of character? <gasps> <gasps> 
well, yes. The only reason that <sighs> I am ever in character is because it is the only way to make people in this fucking show leave you alone. That's why I had the cool clothes and I guess the semi-attractive face that's not the worst thing to look at. <laughs> okay, this, this, this definitely... Okay, come on. I mean, this is... How is this not... I didn't ship it until you I'm, mentioned it, and now like, I do. <laughs> Sue me. I'm, ge- I'm gesturing to uh, Esmeralda. You make yourself interesting, and somehow that makes you more under the radar than most of the other shit. I played my nice role where I was a cool figure that came in from out of town, and no one really knew who I was, and that was great. Played the game, because it's the easiest way to get in here and actually fuck with everything. So does that mean no one can, no one is listening or seeing us in here? Oh, no, they can't see shit in here. At all? That's super cool. Couldn't they see us walk in here, though? I mean, they can see us walk in here. They have no idea what's happening in here. But couldn't they come in here? Like, couldn't they... I mean, if they don't know where we are... If they don't know where we are, wouldn't they just come in and just tear the place down and pull us out of here? They can't take it away. (laughs) Anti-magic. All the shit that they do to alter the land magic. Everything they do here is dependent on magic. You know the reason that people won't fucking come here? Because it doesn't make a goddamn show. It doesn't make a show for people to walk into this building and never be seen again. Do you think that they are going to bring someone here and kill you guys while you're in here? No. Because if you're going to die, it's going to be a spectacular time. Everyone is going to be watching around the goddamn globe. No one is going to hurt you while you're in here because it does not make for good watching. Yay. Congratulations. Woo-hoo. This is fine if you want to stay in one building for the rest of time and tear each other's throats out for being so annoyed with each other because, you know, staying in small spaces for a long time kind of sucks, no matter how much you like the other people. I feel like you're projecting, Rictavia. No, this is a common <laughs> knowledge thing. I don't like people around me, but if you stay with people in close confines for a long time without a break, you go crazy. It sounds like you just haven't been in a healthy relationship. No. <laughs> Wow, that was was really real. (laughs) But also, I feel in healthy relationships, you get to leave the house. But if that's your plan, then that's your plan, and you can stay here, I guess. I have a quick question. Sure. The magics that you use to change your face, if we were to do the same thing, would they still be able to track us? They might not know who you are for a little while. If you guys are doing it, then they will not know one from the other. They would probably be able to guess. I am not going to lie. If you, if one of you walks out of here with a different face, we'll probably be able to guess. If someone that's got one of the, the little earpieces on, if they're wearing it, then they'll know immediately who it is, you know? I feel like before we get out of here, we, we need to know... We can't just hide forever. We can't just... We, we need a plan. We need actual step-by-step directions before we leave this place. <laughs> Retavia points to Camilla. is like, Okay, this is maybe the first smart thing that's been happening here. Let's let's roll with this. We need steps. What are your steps? We have to find the werewolf that's not bad. What is this werewolf? Well, it was part of the tarot reading that you didn't care about. Yes, the tarot reading from random person that I did correctly assume was an old woman, I would like to point out. Esmeralda seems a little more tuned in when you're talking about uh, tarot cards, and sits forward and she's like, alright, like, who, who was it that you're getting these? I'm guessing it was someone in here. Uh, we we got it from Madame Eva. Esmeralda nods and is like, alright, if, if it was from Madame Eva, then she she checks out. She, she knows what she's doing with that. So, 
What was it that she said? She said a lot of things. Um, we're supposed to find knowledge of the enemy. She said we should go to a place that contained the finest wine, and now not a drop remains. Uh, she said that uh, we'd find a holy symbol surrounded by bottles in the tomb of a guild member. And uh, she said there's something about a, s- a power yeah, s- sword a, of a weapon sunlight in the castle. Uh, but that that would be presumably in the the big castles. So that's like for later. Uh, that's like step five, s- eight or nine. Oh, that's so many steps. Yeah. And then there's the beast, a werewolf who holds a secret hatred. Okay. That's someone who's going to help us apparently. All right. So what have you found out about each of them? Um. Well, we know we're supposed to go to the Wizards of Winery okay. place. We're either gonna find the information we're looking for there, or or Irwin's supposed to help us when we get back to the inn. The, wizard, the wizards of Winely play, Place. Okay, so you go there, you find your magic shit. That's part yeah, of the plan. That's. I mean, yeah, we're gonna go there. Uh, we we want to find the werewolves. We're pretty sure we know where they were vaguely, right? Aye, the werewolves are uh, across the lake. Like Baratok. Aye. Uh, she like nods out the window. The one that's kind of half covered with a blind you can kind of you can kind of see out of it the lake spans quite a way so you can't see the other side from here and it's like to get there you're either walking right through their front door which i don't recommend because that's the perfect way to have 1000 werewolves on your taint or if we can source a boat we might be able to get one that can get you from here to there uh, do either of you have, have we, has anyone here heard of a, a werewolf that m- might be do you know can you tell us anything about the werewolves do they are they are they werewolves all the time is there any kind of cycle <laughs> like, is it like if you go like 20 days out of the month they're all just kind of like hairy people <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of on the shore of the lake. <laughs> Rictavia seems to be Chilling. seems to take this one over and leans forward. Is like the werewolves are always werewolves. They can come and go as they please from their form. There's a lot of horror stories around town that I've heard of them. the The townsfolk hate them, quite rightly so, for a lot of reasons. But I have reason to believe that they are not always monsters, or maybe not all of them are monsters. They are not fully beholden to the show, yet they are not fully against it either. The show means that they can stay on their lands relatively uh, painlessly, but also it being here does dampen uh, their lands and how much they are allowed to do here. So there are some that are very stringently forced, but I have reason to believe that there are some that are against him. Okay, so we could potentially, yeah, that does sound like we could just kind of go there and... I mean, it's kind of maybe. Yes, maybe, but there is it's a 50-50 chance. No, I'm going to go. Let's be less optimistic. Let's say a 90-10% chance that you are going to run into ones that instead of being like, "Yes, we would love to help you in your essentially hopeless fight against Strad," they will instead um rip your head from your body and feed themselves mm, on mm, it, mm. you know? Yeah, with the with, with the feeding and the ripping. With the yeah. feeding and the ripping, uh, yes. With, with the do you know of anyone who like any way to make contact with any werewolves that are not of the ripping persuasion? Frankly, no. All I know is they live across the lake. They have their main hub as it were. Uh but there are some in small factions around it. 
I would maybe go to them because uh, the main, the the ones that are in the main hub, they are definitely Strahd's minions. Uh, there is no, there's no changing their minds. I don't think uh, the ones around the outside might be a little more persuadable. Okay, but honestly, you you can follow follow your dreams with your tarot card reading. If you believe that one werewolf can be swayed, fuck it, why not more? How about you just go out and get them all on our side, bomb rush the castle with them, and have a thousand fucking werewolves at the door. Excellent. Sounds great. Yeah, F- Fang just kind of narrows her eyes at uh, Rictavia and says, uh, maybe, maybe you didn't hear part two of our plan, in case you forgot part two. Kill. Just like so... So many werewolves. I mean, my thing was mainly sarcastic because I don't think that you'll even find one that is going to really help. They might be sympathetic to your cause. Maybe. I don't know if you'll actually get any on your side. I'm, I'm, I'm slightly cool with confused that. as to how your two parts of the plan one, get werewolf to help you, and two, kill all werewolves are going to mesh very well together. But I'm sure that that is something that you're dealing with with your inner turmoil. And one more time. I don't super care about that. I mostly care about the step three of the plan, but again, spaghetti at the wall right now. You know, Rick mm-hmm. Tavia, you used to be cool. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm still cool. It's just a different kind of cool. I disagree. Being a cool bitch, I don't give a fuck. It's not cool to not care, Rick Tavia. Caring's cool. <laughs> <laughs> And this is how you do character arcs. <laughs> and like Rick Tamer kind of like gives a shrug and leans back again and seems super disinterested. And Ezreal just like, look, she's not going to be a cool cunt about any of this. She's not allowed friends because all of her fucking friends die. It's a whole thing. That's not my bad, but it's the bad of my people. She might have got a little bit cursed. Okay. So like, don't take it personally. She's just not allowed friends because... If she befriends you, then you're going to die and all that shit. That's why I fucking hate the bitch. That's that sounds like the safest way to. It's, it's a thin line between love and hate. This is highly mm. uncomfortable. I, it's super fucking uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, not, not not fun to have people in the room shipping you and someone. And Fang just shoots looks at everyone <laughs> in the room, <laughs> makes an uncomfortable amount of eye contact with sorry. <laughs> So your first thing, you're going to get some wine. I mean, well, you know, that sounds very, uh, you know, when you say it like that. I uh, bullet points, though. <laughs> you're getting some wine. With the wine, you're getting some cool shite that's going to fucking take Strad's heat off or some shite. I don't know. I think it's like knowledge, which is power. Knowledge is power. I thought, like, power was power. Like, muscles. Power oh, is also or... power. I mean, oh, yes, okay. but, but knowledge <laughs> is also power. Pen is mightier than the sword. And all that? Yeah, Camilla, back me up. Yeah. Woo, I don't know. I think if it, I was fighting someone with a sword and they had a pen, I, I think I would win. <laughs> I would just chop the pen in half. So you have to get wine first. Do you know where that is? Winery place. But, yeah, I. but do you know where the winery is? Do you have a map or some shit? You know, we've never been given a map. I, 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 I kind of know my way around. Vaguely. She, get, she gives Fang like a long look and then looks at the rest of you and is like, would you like a map? Yes, oh, yeah. please. I think we're okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty confident in my in my abilities. No, 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 no. I love maps. We get a map just in case. We, we probably won't even use it, yeah. but it would be really nice to have. So you use it. The map is just for fun. Like, I'm, I'm reassuring Fang. The map is just for fun. <laughs> it's just it's fun. a recreational no, it's, it, map. Like, like, I mean, it's, it's whatever, you know. If you want to know where, like, roads and buildings are, I guess maps are fun. But if you want to know, like, the real Barovia. What are the cool <laughs> spots in town, you know? Where all the cool <laughs> kids hang out. 
and hide yeah. from dire wolves. Esmeralda stands up and leaves the the tower, and you you wait for her to come back, and it only takes like a, a minute or two. You do hear like some muffled music playing in the background as she has to redo a fucking DDR thing to get back into the tower. <laughs> and then uh, on the the makeshift table that they've laid out, uh, she rolls the the map of Barovia in front of you. Esmeralda leans over the map and gets like a, a quill out and starts marking things down. She puts uh, a cross uh, over one of the areas. This is where we are right now. This, and she circles the place across from like Bartok. This is where the wolves stay. Any kind of way by walking there, they will be all along that path, ready to take your arse off. So, in my humble opinion, you'll want to take a boat across it. This and she circles a little bit to the southwest of you, is the Wizards of Winery. That's where you want to go get your wine and your knowledge shite that's going to help you. So you know the first one. You know where to get your wolf pal. What's the other one? Uh, the guild member. Tomb of a guild member. A guild member didn't by chance own this, did they? No, it was the Tower of some Minas Lich, but we're getting off track. We now have the beginnings of something that might loosely be called the plan... I feel like we're I feel like we're receiving a lot of judgment at the moment. Okay, I mean do you even know how to kill a vampire? Steaks. No. Medium rare. Uh garlic? Also, no. <laughs> I, I was just gonna hit him with my axe till he stopped moving like I do with most stuff. Oh, wonderful. Still no. You... Are you sure? Cause it's silver. Oh. Why didn't you say anything earlier? That would look very, very pretty and not help at all. Okay, okay, okay. <sighs> I will say this. I understand your frustrations. We did not ask for any of this to happen. We have not been hunting vampires for a while. And honestly, your condescension about our knowledge about this thing is a little unwarranted because we haven't been studying this shit. And I'm really upset. And now I don't have an audience to think of. But I know how to make scones. Rictavia leans forward and is like, Look, I know you don't know anything about vampires. I will tell you how to deal with it, and then we can all work together in this, okay? We're already little. You don't have to speak down to us. We get that all the time. (laughs) Yeah, we're already down. If you speak normally, it's already down. (laughs) She sighs and is like, okay, when you're dealing with vampires in general, this is not Strad. We will take him off the table for now because I have no doubt in my mind that that is going to be unlike anything that I have ever seen before. What I know, you are still wrong about stakes, but they are still important. If you are able to stake a vampire in the heart, in their place of rest, they are completely paralyzed, cannot move, cannot do anything. They, in general, will not die fully without being exposed to sunlight. The sunlight might not be that which kills them, but they must be in sunlight for them to die. She gestures out the window at the constantly overcast and cloudy skies. That is our main problem. They can't fucking die here because there is no goddamn sunlight. Uh, They've also got some weird shit with running water. Like it's fucking, it's like acid to them. They go into running water and ah, it's bad. And they do the whole I'm melting thing. Like you're in some old pop culture shit. But Strad is a different beast altogether. He's done things that I cannot explain, that I have never seen before, even in very powerful vampires I've seen in the past. Strad is able to reform. You do damage to Strad, 
and it disappears. Just like that. I do not know why. I do not know how. But he seems untouchable. So all we have to do is figure out how to kill an unkillable vampire in situations that makes him unkillable and is in general untouchable and unharmable. So that's all that we have to do here. Mm. Sounds like what we need is knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anyone we can go to for further knowledge on Stroud? Mertavia looks down and is very quiet for a moment. Is like, I mean, the real reason that you might be fucked is no. Didn't he have a really close friend? Didn't he say that one guy knew Strahd very well and was like his best friend? He might know some things. I, I just, I don't, you remember he's dead, yes? Oh no, I know. <laughs> okay, okay. But he might have some things, he might have some books. That's what Sari's getting at. He might have some notes. That we could peruse. Okay, back on board. <laughs> yeah, he might have some love letters or notes or VFF necklaces <laughs> or something that we could get some information out of. BFF necklaces, <laughs> that sounds good. Um, so I guess you go there and, I don't know, steal his BFF necklace. And hopefully that gives you information. I, I mean... Sound silly, but we we don't know where to find things like that. And he seems like he might have been connected to the Wizards of Winerly Place, so we might find something there. I mean, we should be going there first anyway, I think. So first up, winery, choo-choo. And then we improvise. Uh, No, that is is not where we improvise. I'm ready. (laughs) Are we all ready to go? I have a fully-fledged plan. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. I'm ready to go. Let's do this. Yeah, we're ready. I'm ready. You ready, Poncho? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, are you ready, Camilla? (laughs) No. Yeah, let's go! (laughs) (laughs) Irina raises her hand. It's been very quiet this whole time. (laughs) Um... I just wanted to go back to part one of the plan. What do I do? Well, the safe, we're safe. Here, here is safe. Oh, this here is, is safe. This is here the is p- safest place that we've discovered. Yeah, I mean, if he can't, if Strahd can't see you in here and there's like no magic around here, it kind of seems like the safest place. It, like she she looks towards uh, the, the other two women and Ezreal just seems to give Rictavia just like a long look, just the longest look on earth. And Rotavia kind of sits back and she's like, Okay, sure, that is that is the best plan. She can stay here as long as she needs. Mm. I can't guys... promise it's going to be comfortable in here. Yeah, and you, but you can, you can teach her all about vampires as well. Vampire killing and stuff. You were saying how you're a cool slayer. And... I mean, are you any good with a sword? <laughs> oh, she is the best with a sword. <laughs> Have you seen her? It's like an extra limb on her. Yeah. <laughs> Irina kind of like blushes a little bit and kicks her little feeties. Uh, <laughs> and Rictavia nods. She's like, okay, we will keep her here. And while you go to the winery, I guess we will discuss more about our findings. Uh, Irina, I have heard many a thing about you. And maybe your knowledge will be uh, beneficial to us. And we will have a better plan of what to do. Ismark then raises his hand because apparently that's what you're doing. <laughs> yes, like, Ismark. I know there was no Ismark part of the plan, and that's fine. Honestly, I get it. Um, I did say I'd get Irina to safety. I have to go back now. I, I mean, do you though? Like, can you stay just a little bit longer? <laughs> I I have to look after my people. But that's what I do. Uh, we also have to make sure that this place is safe. 
I think you should stay here at least for a few days to make sure. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what you think I'm going to do here. Look around at every other person here and you see a capable person. Do you know what I'm good at? I'm very good at looking after people. You've not been able to see that, but I'm very good at that. I know how to run a town. I know how to make sure that everyone has enough food to last through the winter. I know how to barricade it when the werewolves are coming in. I don't know how to do any of this. I'm not useful here. I understand. It's a long road back, and we're not heading in the same direction. We're going to check out Winery Place, and then we're probably coming back here. And then we're probably going in the same direction. <laughs> I mean, you've got a lot to do. You've got that. You've got, I don't know, do something with werewolves. I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm still not 100% clear on the werewolves part of it. Yeah. Um, we're killing them. <laughs> We've been over this. The day or whatever that you think it's going to be me waiting here, it's going to turn into two days or three days or a week. I, I've left my people for a long time. I don't know what's happening back there. I, I understand I mean, they've, that. they've got your dad. They're probably fine. He doesn't super care about the people that much. He's, I, I kind of do the looking after the people. He does the, the running of the, the town, making sure that, you know, numbers and... But if you go home now, you're not going to have anybody to protect you. And you might not make it. If you're going to the castle, which apparently you will at some point, it's not a stop along the way. It's a lot further. If you go out, bud, you're probably going to die. I would probably die. I wouldn't have enough scones to last me through that whole trip thing. The difference between you and I, other than essentially every single thing in this world, is that they care about you. They don't care about me. It doesn't benefit them for me to die. I'm only really useful and interesting and usable while I'm alive. If they don't care about you, then what's going to happen to the village? Like, what are they going to do to that? If they don't care about you, they don't, they don't care about the village. I don't even care about the village. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have said that. that but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll have plans for me. But their plans for me are not going to involve me dying on a way back home. Yeah, that is still a fair point. Irina, what do you want? I mean, I don't want to... I, I love my brother and I'd miss him if he was gone. But I also... I've seen him with the town. And I don't think it would do really super good without him. So I don't know. Because all of you have put me really, really, really high up in important things. And I really appreciate it. But I don't think a lot of people should get hurt. Just because I want my brother here. It feels like every time Irina speaks, it's always to say something selfless, and it's just so heartbreaking. Because <laughs> <laughs> she is the best character in the world, and I love her. Yep. Uh, Sari gets up, and she looks a little sad, and she's like, do what you want, Ismark. We're gonna go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we, we should go. Well, I'm I'm not gonna go out on such a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in you, Ismark. <laughs> Fang, will Fang will give him a little grab bag of jerky. Like, here you go. You don't. You don't look like you can hunt. So here's some jerky for the road. I've identified you as a as a as a weak member of the pack, <laughs> and I shall provide for you. Sorry, starts reaching inside her pouch for a scone, and she kind of stops, and she just stays at the door. Take care of yourself, Ismark. Please be safe. And if you stop in Flavor Town on the way back, 
check in on Reefy for me? Watch out for that tiger. <laughs> yeah, that's... The more I think about the tiger, the more I think it wasn't a great plan. <laughs> <laughs> you've, been, you've been giving us guff all day I just, for having a bad plan. You just let a tiger out in the want, middle of a city. I kind of wanted to see what the tiger would do. <laughs> yeah, probably killed people. Probably killed people, right? <laughs> so you guys leave the tower with the, the four people inside. You, you, you start walking and uh, you hear the door bang out after you and you see uh rictavia come running out and you see that the kind of fast transformation of going from that tall white-haired lady back to what you've been seeing from esmeralda but you know <laughs> the long red hair and the the elven ears it was wait 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 if you want to get places a uh, little bit speedier uh, you can use my my carriage Sick. Thank you. Are you sure? I wasn't. I thought, oh, they could probably use a carriage. And then I gave Esmeralda like one of those looks like your carriage, you know? Um, And then she said nothing. And then I said your carriage, I mean. And she was like, I mean, Uri, I'm sure, but it's rigged to blow up. Wait, um, what? So I thought maybe, maybe we don't use the one that is rigged with explosives by a crazy bitch. And well, you instead use the one that a different crazy bitch kept the tiger in for a long time, you know? Uh, okay. Okay. I'm already in the caravan. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I guess we'll unhook the, the extra cart. Yep. She, she goes into her place and gets out uh, a trunk of things that she might need for the coming days. Well, they're pretty well-trained horses, so you can use them pretty easily. Are we a horse down with this carriage? You are a horse down with this carriage. <laughs> Is there a spare horse on the other carriage? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's two horses on the other carriage. I don't know if either of them is spare. Mm. Mm. Hey, Esmeralda! <laughs> <laughs> like, Rictavia goes, shh, shh, shh. What she doesn't know right now will only hurt me later. <laughs> she, like, <laughs> runs over and detaches one of the horses and brings it <laughs> over to attach to your one. And she, she gives you all a look and... Okay, you know where to go? Are you coming back here afterwards? I think we're coming straight back, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, regroup. Well, um, still not friends. Still hate you all. Uh, yep. not, not you. friends. <laughs> Hear that, curse? Not friends. I throw, I throw, I just pick a, I pull out like an old tomato and throw it at her. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Make the only roll we have done this session. <laughs> roll to hit. Uh, 15. This rotten tomato uh, hits Rectavia full on in the chest. You can kind of see it splatter, but it doesn't show up on what you know now is uh, an illusion. But she still feels it. And she goes, okay, yes, thank you. <laughs> um, no friends, only alliances. Peace no. out. See you later, darlings. <laughs> And she gives like a little reluctant wave as Sari comes up to the main seat and spurs on the horses. And as you trundle away, you can see as the tower starts disappearing in the distance through the trees. 